0: Run for your life from all this. Pursue a righteous life, a life of wonder, faith, love, steadiness, courtesy. Run hard and fast in the faith. Seize the eternal life, the life you were called to, the life you so fervently embraced in the presence of so many witnesses. This is life in perspective. Fight for it. (laughs) Let's get it. to Life in Perspective. Fight for it. Yo, I am super excited to be back here with you guys. And I'm excited about today's episode. I feel like it's one that's kind of been building um, over the last couple of days, maybe like the last week or so. And so y'all, your girl started New life, right? So I started boxing, and let me just tell you that my first day doing it, I literally thought that life was reaching its end. <laughs> I mean, it was super crazy, and it, yeah, it was like a, I was super excited about doing it, and then I got there, and I wasn't as excited. I actually was. In the middle of it Regretting it And it was super interesting Because I already had Like this as a topic For my uh, podcast episodes But didn't really know Like what direction I wanted to go in And then as I was in the boxing class, I feel like God was just using that to speak to me. It's interesting in life where we start to discover our purpose and our calling in life. And I think sometimes there's a part of us that thinks that like it'll be easy and that because it's something that God said that we don't have to fight for it. And that is actually what inspired this episode. And the title of it is that, yo, you got to fight for it. I think for me, it kind of started when I begin to realize that, yo, the enemy was just not going to let me just have my purpose, right? He literally is working overtime, whether it's through distractions or whether it's through discouragement or whether it's through just random things that happen that kind of make you feel like this isn't what you're supposed to do. And this being whatever it is that you feel in your heart that God has called you to. And it was interesting because I was in my prayer time couple of days ago and I had this moment where it was it just kind of like dawned on me you know like there are some relationships that I have in life and just encounters just things period maybe experiences or opportunities and I recognize how the enemy uses like pain of my past or things that I've experienced in my past to kind of bring up things that will cause me to be distracted, even in a sense, sabotage what God has given me. But I think the amazing thing about God is that he is like through the Holy Spirit, he's always revealing things to us. And so I was like, in my feelings about something? And it was funny because I recognized, like when I really sat and thought about it, I recognized how I, the journey to how I was feeling literally were like things that I was processing in my own head, right? I had never discussed them with the person. I had never even had a conversation about it, but how I felt in the moment when the incident occurred, because I let it fester and because I let it sit, then it developed and turned into feelings that reminded me of pain from my past. And I was like, yo, this is really not this. <laughs> you know, like it's not at all what. I'm making it out to be like, and I I always be like clowning people who make up scenarios in their head and be like, bro, that did not happen like that. (laughs) But then I recognized that one of the tactics of the enemy is that he keep like I'm one of those people who like live in my head. Like I will overthink a thing. I will just process it until it's n- nothing else left. And I am also a person who will talk myself out of things. And so recognizing that, I have to be very um, intentional about getting things out, whether it's journaling or having a conversation, talking about it, saying it out loud, even though no one's here. Like talking to God about it. I do that often because I recognize that my peace of mind and um, my safe, like being able to feel safe enough to pursue purpose. Like I have to fight for it. Like I have to fight to stay in a, a positive place. I have to fight to, to think the highest thought of everybody that God has placed in my life, to think the highest thought of every opportunity and situation that God has brought me to, because I recognize that that is how the enemy fights me. And so I felt like this was a great conversation point for us because I would imagine that if you are on the journey to purpose and maybe you're in the process where you're walking out your calling and you just get the sense that like yo I feel like I am in a battle and I just wanted to be able to encourage you guys that you got to fight for it. The enemy is not just going to lay down and let you become the person that God designed you to be. It's interesting because I always think about when (laughs) Satan shows up and Jesus is on a fast and he tries to tempt him. And I just thought, like, how do we fight? How do we fight against the thing that is fighting against us to become who God created us to be? And I thought about how. When Satan shows up to tempt Jesus, Jesus's response was always the word of God. What did God say about you? And I think that for me, that has been one of the hugest weapons. It's just reminding myself what God said about me, you know, because there are things that, that occur on the journey to purpose that will contradict what God said and the way that you fight it and the way that you push past it is what did God say about you you know maybe you feel like dang you know I ain't really that cute or (laughs) you know whatever it is it's like God said that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and that just and when you're made in his image and how you are is beautiful and you know like you have to hold on to whatever it is that God said you know maybe you feel like dang like I keep losing out here like I am not winning and God says that you're more than a conqueror, you know, and that we have victory through Christ Jesus. And you have to hold on to that, even when everything in your life is saying the complete opposite. That's how you fight. It's like, no matter what this looks like, you're going to keep pressing past. It's interesting. The other day I was in a, a session, like someone was filming something. And because there was a tape delay, oh this is so good. Because there was a tape delay, right? The instructions we gave them was pay attention to what you hear and not what you see, because what you see is a delay, right? It, the moment of that has already passed. But if you pay attention to what you see, you will respond to what you hear late. And I just feel like <laughs> that is what God is saying to us, right? That's how we fight back. It's like, yo, what did he say? Which is the way that we hear what he said, we hear that, right? That's what's in our ears. And so God is just, wanting us to fight that way he's saying yo I know that the situation before you looks contrary to what I said but what did I say only pay attention to what you hear because the reality is what you're seeing right now it's there's a delay what I've done has already happened right and you probably can't see it because what you see is trying to catch up to what I already said and so what I need you to respond to is what I said what did you hear me say and I think every time guys we get in a place where we are Like confused or we are discouraged or we are like discontent it's just like what did God say like what did he say about me and I know for me I don't always have trouble with believing like what God said about me but sometimes there are moments where I feel like I'm alone in it right there's sometimes where I feel like dang I'm on this journey by myself and it's a little tough and the weight is getting a little heavy and God said that he would never leave me nor forsake me so even in moments where I feel like I'm alone and I feel like nobody really understands how I'm feeling I can take it to him because I know that he is always with me and he's always there that was really interesting because in that moment I it didn't really feel like a word but then if it it was a word you know pay attention to what you hear and not what you see because there is a delay what you see is trying to catch up with what God said and so that is my encouragement for you guys today so back to this little boxing class y'all because let me just tell you it was my first time in the class and everybody in the class I mean, they this is what they do. There was like another guy and I feel like it was his first time, too. (laughs) But I mean, it was really interesting. Like I got in a class and I thought I was going to be able to be like next to my friend. But then that didn't happen. So like first I got in the first I, I, I started in the class and then the instructor recognizes that he doesn't recognize me. So then he's like, what's your name? And he pulls up this list and he's like, you know, I don't. Your name is not on the list, so you don't really belong here. And I'm like, oh, snap. And so here's the parallel to life, right? Because it's like sometimes God sends us to a place that aligns with our destiny, that aligns with purpose. It's like, I know he sent me here. He sent me to this place either to pour something out or to receive something. But then how many times do we get in a room and we feel like we don't belong there? Not only do we feel like we don't belong there, but there is someone or something that agrees with that low statement about ourselves that tells us like, yo, your name's not on the list. You don't qualify to be here and I was like oh no I belong here okay I paid for this class I signed up I did what I was supposed to do and I was sent here and I think that that's how we have to show up in life right even when we feel like dang I don't belong here Everybody else is way more experienced than me. Like, there's nothing that qualifies me to be in this room. You have to go back to your word. What did God say, right? What did God say? He said that you're the head and not the tail and that you're above and not beneath. And so in spite of what anybody has to say, in spite of what it looks like, you belong in the room. And so I was like, oh, this is how my, my uh, boxing journey is, is is started now. Okay, all right. And so then originally, like when I first started the class before he was like, who is this and why are you here? I was like, Oh, amongst the, you know, the group of people. So then he like calls his wife and he's like, yo, I'm like, he's like, talk to her. And I'm like, yeah, I signed up yesterday. I signed up for the class. And she was like, yeah, I see your name here. Like, let me talk to him. He has the wrong list. And sometimes, you know, we encounter people that maybe have the wrong idea about you, but you have to hold on fast to what God said. Remember our our mantra for this fight. Think about we in the boxing ring and our mantra is pay attention to what you hear and not what you see. Only respond to what you hear and not what you see. And we have to recognize that responding to what we hear is what did God say even if what it looks like doesn't line up you know I end up in the class y'all he grabs my uh my my punching bag and moves it all the way like away from the rest of the class and I'm like I'm by the door and so then like (laughs) some of the people that were like next to me they were like you got the best spot which honestly was the truth because it was by the door and on the inside where my punching bag was it was heat it was just the heater was on and I was really confused and so you know it's interesting because I felt like dang sometimes we are we enter a space right where God leads us and then we feel like oh snap I'm in this by myself, you know, I am all alone. And sometimes we enter a space where God separates us; He isolates us, so that it's Him and I. Right? It's like Him and us. We are we are on this journey because you gotta you you're in training, right? You gotta get up. It was my first time, and I recognized. I think like after the fact, had I been in the midst of the people, there's this innate desire, almost, or just something that happens because it happens that causes you to compare yourself. Now, here I am. It's my first day in the class, but I'm like, dang, I'm not hitting a box like her or dang, I'm not moving as quickly as her. To be honest with you, even when they moved me to my spot, I was had to be fighting next to Layla Ali's next protege because she was really getting it. And so it was almost like this zone I had to enter into, right? Where I focused that I'm in my own timing. I'm in my own space. The instructor isn't on me about, you know, hey go harder or do this it's just almost like go at your own pace and a girl in the class even said that she was like go at your own pace you know don't feel like you have to do more than your body can handle she was like listen to your body if you feel like you need to drink water go drink water like and so there's this thing where it's like also in life like I want to be that person telling you go at your own pace because that is what gets us messed up if I am focusing on and only responding to what I hear and not what I see, then I can go at my own pace because what God said about me doesn't change based off how everybody around me is moving. And I think sometimes in life where we're on this journey of purpose and pursuing, we get caught up in what everybody else is doing and how everybody else is moving and like, oh, they're getting further ahead of me. And I also feel like that's why he separated me from my friend because she's my friend, right? And she's also like someone I really like look up to. And so I also think that sometimes in life we can judge our progress and where we think we should be by how our friends are moving. You know, like sometimes God puts us in certain circles and they're supposed to help build us and help push us towards where we need to be. But sometimes they can even be a distraction because then we start to measure it, right? We start to feel like, dang, maybe I should be further along or maybe I need to do it like this. And we sometimes lose our identity in our circle. And I think that's why it's really important to just lean on God. Like, what is he saying? Because I think in that moment, moving me away from the class was the best thing that could have ever happened because then I could focus on my journey right my pacing how I needed to do things if I needed to pause I didn't have to feel bad because everybody around me was still going and it's like that's what we have to do in life it's like take those moments or look for those opportunities where God wants to separate you and not not let it make you feel isolated, you know, or like you're missing out on something. God's trying to build you and he's trying to keep your focus a lot of times. And I'm telling you guys, like, just embrace it. Like, I have learned to like embrace moments where God's trying to like pull me closer to him because I also recognize that he's trying to make me level up. And sometimes we think leveling up is being in certain crowds or being surrounded by certain people. And he's like, no, the way you level up is through me, right? The way that you get to where you're going and become the person that you need to be is in me. And it's interesting this morning, I was reading in John 15, I like heard that scripture in my sleep. And it talks about, you know, Jesus being the true vine and how he prunes us and he removes branches, you know, that are no good for us, the branches that are not producing fruit. And so that's what I'm like, oh, okay, God removed the stuff out of my life that ain't kept it. And he's like, no, keep reading. And so when I read, it talks about how when you are separate from the true vine, you can't produce lasting fruit, right? You're, you're actually No, like, there's no use for you, like, because eventually not being connected to the vine causes you to wither and die. Oftentimes, where we feel like we're being pulled away from something, recognize that it's just God pulling you towards Him, that there's something that He wants to get to you. There's some parts of you that He wants to build. There's some parts of you that He wants to tear down, but you got to embrace it and you also have to fight for it. And I know I recognize that fighting seems like such a, a task, but to be honest with you, it's it's not in deeds, it's not in works. You fight for it by just holding on to to what God said. Like I think about a tug of war um, and then there's, right, there's this group of people on one side, there's another group of people on the other side, and there's this tug to pull that flag towards your side. And I feel like when I say fight for it, that's what I mean. Like you're fighting to hold on to what God said in spite of all the things that come against it, in spite of all the things that you see, in spite of all the hurt and the pain that you experience, like you just got to fight for it. And it's interesting because originally when I heard the whole fight for it thing, I thought about the story of Elijah, where God tells him that he's going to send the rain and how Elijah gets on his knees face down, right? And he keeps asking his servants, you know, do you see a cloud yet? Do you see a cloud? He asked him seven times and the servant kept coming back and saying, no, I don't see the cloud. No, I don't see the cloud. And the thing that I, I honestly, it is one of my favorite Bible stories because Elijah never moved his posture. He never changed his posture. And when I heard fight for it, that's what it looked like to me. Elijah didn't move until he saw what God said. And that is how we need to that's how we need to fight for what God said about us. Like your posture doesn't change until you see what God says. And Elijah didn't move until he saw a cloud. Until the service said, "Oh, I see a cloud." Because there are some things Again, Elijah was only responding to what he heard and not what he saw because there is a delay in what you see there. What you see is trying to catch up to what God said and you can't be moved by what you see. There's the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. And I know I say this all the time, but guys, that is literally how we live by faith while we're living by faith. To define what faith is now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, which means there is no way that what I heard God say is going to align with what I see because I have to live by faith, which means that the thing, the way that I'm living hasn't even reached the visible eye yet. It doesn't hasn't even reached It hasn't reached my sphere yet, but I can focus on what I hear. Right. I can focus on what God said. And I think that that's what we have to do. Like Elijah gives us the perfect example of how we fight for it. We fight for it by remaining in the posture of I'm only responding to what I heard and not what I see. And I can faith is how I live my day to day life. And faith is how you pursue purpose. And faith is how you obtain your destiny because it is a a Purpose is literally a word that God spoke about you before you were even created. And obviously, there's a becoming and there's a journey that you have to take in order to see what God said. And so I'm asking you to fight for it. Just like I made it through that class, guys, I was very tempted to leave. You know, I wanted to quit. I wanted to stop. But there is a goal in mind that I'm after and I have to keep going. I can't be distracted by all of those around me. I can't be distracted that everybody's moving faster than me, that they're not being as winded as I am, but I'm focusing on the goal. I remember that at the end, there was some kind of exercise he wanted us to do with our legs. And when I tell y'all my legs were, they were like, no girl, we can't do this. <laughs> and then we had to jump rope at the end. And I just remember jumping rope and there's like this rhythm that you get into. And if you don't focus on the pain and you just focus on why you're there, right? You're focusing on the purpose and not the pain. It's like, yo, I get this extra push, right? It's like my eyes are closed. I'm jumping up and down. I caught a rhythm. You know, I'm going toe to toe, i jumping in the rope and I'm, I'm blocking out the pain, right? Right not blocking out what the pain means because honestly the pain is just growing my muscles to be able to endure a lot longer but I keep jumping and I keep going and I don't focus on the pain I don't let the pain be a distraction I let it be a I, I let it be a destination right the pain is leading me to what I'm really here for and it's to build endurance it's to build muscle right it's to be healthy it's to be in shape and so the moment I stopped focusing on the pain and remembered the purpose of why I was there I could easily keep going right I didn't have to give up right I was fighting for it I was fighting for it. And sometimes there are things that God allows to happen in our life to show us what we have to fight for. Right. Cause sometimes like if something comes easy to you, it hasn't held as much value. It's not as important. Cause it's like, Oh, I did this to get that. Like that, that was easy. And I remember I was outside, uh, with some friends. We went to this location to shoot the trailer for the podcast. And y'all, let me just tell you that we were preparing to shoot And my friend flies the drone, right, up in the air. And I'm just standing there, you know, waiting, get set for the shot. And all of a sudden, I hear, (laughs) and I step to the side to look up and put my hand up to, like, block the sun. And the drone crashes down. Y'all, what? Like, there, mind you, it was in midair. It just like it glitched and fell out of the sky. Honestly, it almost hit me in the head had I not scooted over to look up to see what was happening. We couldn't figure out like why it was. And I just in that moment sensed that like, yo, whatever it is that God wants to do with season two of the podcast is huge. So much so that the enemy would go through certain lengths to just not even say that the, the drone was actually the enemy. But I also recognize how easily distracted I can be. Like one thing happens and I'm like, ah, maybe I'm not supposed to do that, right? Or something else happens and I'm like, ooh, I'll probably just wait on this or I won't do this. And I sometimes build distractions for myself to not do what I'm supposed to do. And I just think like in that moment it was. It was like, yo, I got to fight for it. Like, I have to fight beyond distractions. I have to fight beyond everything that comes to dismantle my destiny and everything that would keep me from reaching my purpose. Like, I got to fight for it. And again, how do we fight for it? We Decide to only respond to what we hear and not what we see, and we keep our posture until we see what God says. And so, guys, I have enjoyed this moment with you. I pray that something was said today that would help shift and put your life into perspective. I love you guys so much, and I cannot wait to be right back here with you next week. This is life and perspective. Yo.